All right. Hey guys, this is episode three of my podcast. I'm super excited to be talking about this one today. This one is going to be all about like health and wellness and my journey with it. And then where I am right now, which is kind of like re-entering my healthy girl era. So I feel like at the end of my pregnancy, obviously the cravings are at an all-time high and it's convenient and easy when you're tired and craving stuff to just go obviously eat fast food. So I feel like because of that, that's kind of where we started to fall off of our health wagon, I guess. I kind of, because I was pregnant, obviously, and then I (laughs) would kind of make Caden feel bad if he wouldn't eat it with me. So now I am like re-entering that healthy girl era. I feel pretty much back to normal postpartum. So I'm like really excited to get back into it and be pretty strict like we were before, but not too strict to where I'm not allowed or not allowing myself to enjoy a good Culver's burger every now and then. But I did want to say thank you guys for all of the sweet messages so far about the podcast. I'm really excited about it. It's only going to go up from here. I had some really positive feedback from the last episode about my birth story. But yeah, I'm super glad that it opened up some, I think, needed conversations about it. And I got a lot of messages saying that you guys went through the same thing and you guys were afraid to talk about it because you didn't want to come off as, you know, complaining or ungrateful that you have a baby when others are trying and haven't been successful in conceiving. So, Anyways, yep, I'm really glad that I talked about it. I feel better talking about it. I think it's important to share the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to birth because I feel like a lot of people don't talk about it because they're scared. And this is a safe place. And if you guys ever want to talk about anything, my DMs are open. I'm here to listen. But yeah, I also at the beginning of my episodes want to do like a little weekly recap kind of before we jump in. Not too long, but if this bores you, you can skip through to the health part where I start talking talking about my health journey. But we went and looked at a house yesterday and we're super excited about it. I'm not sure if it's going to work out or not. I'm not getting my hopes up, but it's very nice. It's kind of like a dream of ours and it kind of feels like surreal to be in this situation where we can even look at houses like this. So I'm forever grateful for that. We'll never take that for granted. Everything that happened in our professional like working history has led us here. And I'm so thankful for everything that's happened. Even when things didn't seem like blessings, they turned out to be. And I'm so happy that the universe or whoever is up there was testing me, especially, but testing us both and, you know, giving us those challenges to come out on the other side stronger. So I'm really excited about this house situation we're renting right now. We actually moved when I was eight months pregnant and it was terrible, but we were literally in an 800 square foot house. So we, we had one bathroom and it was a very old house. I'm almost positive there was mold in it because Caden's allergies were so bad in that house. And then now they're like completely gone. So I'm like almost positive that we were living in mold for two years, but 
we moved into that house like really fast after we got engaged because we're like, oh my God, we just got engaged. We have to move in together. And we thought we were spending so much money on that house. And it turns out it was like right before COVID when we moved in or maybe a year before COVID. I think it was a year before COVID. Anyways, we thought we were spending so much money and now we are spending like triple on this house that we're renting, but we needed to get in something fast because I was obviously pregnant and we couldn't have lived in that house with the baby. So anyways, we've been in here for like a year now and it's just time to start spending our money more wisely and investing that in real estate and owning a property. So we're being smart adults. And we had a meeting with a financial advisor the other week. And he told us that his number one concern would to be to keep all of our like cash, like kind of liquid right now and get in a house. So that was our number one priority. And we're trying to make that happen. But that is pretty much everything. I mean, I feel like When you're a stay-at-home mom, every day kind of runs into the next day and you're just kind of going through the motions every day, but I wouldn't have it any other way. So that is the weekly recap or kind of like the little intro, but let's get into the health and wellness part of this podcast. So I will start kind of by before I even knew that I was into health and wellness, or I'll say before I knew that my family was into it. So the more I talk to my mom about health and wellness and homeopathy and stuff like that is she kind of like tells me that my grandma was into that. I'm not joking. I had zero idea. Like it's so cool how that kind of stuff is like passed down without you even really realizing it. So my grandma, I guess, was super into it. And when she retired, my mom jokes about how she would call because, I mean, when she retired, she became very bored. And so she would like research and look into things. And then, but she kind of like freaked out a little bit. She heard this story about like, if you leave plastic water bottles in your car, the plastic can get into the water and it can be like cancerous and stuff like that. So she said that she got a call from her mom when she was at work one day. So my mom gets a call from her mom, my grandma, and she's like freaking out. And she's like, you better take those water bottles out of your car. Those, those kids are drinking toxins and all that. But so anyways, my grandma was kind of into that kind of stuff. And then my mom was too. My mom actually took us to like a homeopathic, doctor, like pediatrician when we were younger. And there wasn't, we were living in Brandon, Florida at the time when we were really little. And there wasn't really anybody like that wasn't really like big then in the nineties, the early nineties or mid nineties. And so she was driving to like South Sarasota for our doctor's appointments and nothing was covered by insurance, obviously like Even our pediatrician now isn't covered by insurance. We pay out of pocket for it. But yeah, so she was into that kind of stuff too. And she would always, it's so funny, like Boryan or however you say it, that like homeopathic medicine, like remedy company with the little tubes with like the white sugary balls in it as like medicine. It's so funny because I started taking that stuff 
like I started buying it when I started doing my own research on like medicines and what's really in them. And it like kind of like gave me flashbacks to when I was a kid and I would eat those little like sugary things. And it's not even sugar, but that's what like I remember it as as a kid. And I like brought it up to my mom and she was like, yeah, like I used to give you that. I used to give you kids that stuff instead of like Tylenol or something like that. Like it's just, it's wild that I didn't know that that's what my mom was doing. And now that I'm doing it on my own, it's just cool. Like it comes full, full, full circle. So anyways, my mom and my grandma were into it. My, they never pushed anything on me or really talked to me about it at all. My mom has always been 100% supportive of my scrunchiness, I would say. And then like this, I'm not going to make this one about fitness really, unless I have time. This one is kind of just going to be like nutrition and stuff like that. So, but I will say that my health and wellness journey started in high school on my own. I think like one of my friends was really into working out. I was always in sports and stuff until middle school. So I was always active. But I was forced to do every sport. I was forced to do volleyball, soccer, and basketball. And I I only liked soccer. And when high school started, my parents said, like, you can choose. Like, you have to do it until you're going into high school. But once you get into high school, you can choose to keep doing it or not. And I chose not to. I didn't want to play sports in high school. I didn't like have the desire to do it in college. So I didn't see why I should do it in high school. Anyways, I stopped in high school, but like, obviously when you're young, your metabolism is like way higher and you can kind of eat like whatever you want. But I remember like coming home from high school, like early high school and just eating like a whole box of Kraft mac and cheese. Like I just remember being starving and because I wouldn't bring snacks or anything to school. And I would come home at like two o'clock or whatever and just eat a whole box. Like I would make it and then eat the whole entire pot of mac and cheese. And I wouldn't feel bad or anything. But looking back now, I'm like, that's freaking terrible for you. But I looked like a skinny legend. Like I was super thin. I wouldn't say super thin, but I was healthy. Like I looked healthy and I've always had like a booty and some like muscular legs, but it's just wild how diff like how much your body changes. Because if I ate like I did when I was a freshman in high school, now I would be 200 pounds. Like I would be massive. So yeah. So then I would also come home. I remember I would also come home and eat like frozen dinners. My mom would buy those with the brownies and the chicken tenders and mac and cheese. I would eat the crap out of those. Wyatt, my brother and I would do that every day. But I feel like my parents kind of like tried to set a healthy example with food. Like, of course, those are easy. All those are easy meals to just have in the house at all times. But oh my gosh, crew. Okay, I'm back. Crew woke up, but I am back. I totally forgot where I was, but I think that basically I was just saying in high school is like in my junior year, I think was when I went to the gym for the first time ever with my friends. And that's kind of what sparked my love for the gym. My friend had been going to a planet fitness and she was like, Oh my gosh, you got to come with me. And at this point is when my metabolism had started to like catch up to me. 
and I was starting to gain a little bit of weight, but also I wasn't 14 anymore. I was now 17, I think. So anyways, I go to the gym and just do like, I mean, our form was atrocious and we probably did and looked really dumb. But the thing is, is it doesn't matter. That's when I started to work out and I was working out and trying to eat like healthier with the help of my friends at the time. And then I kind of fell off and took some time off. And I don't think I really started back at the gym until I met Caden. So I met Caden in 2014, right after I graduated high school. And I knew that like, obviously he was really into fitness and he would always say like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym. Like, let's work out together. And I remember I would tell him like, I don't want to work out with you yet. Let me work out on my own and like get comfortable and like get back into it. And then I'll work out with you. So that's, so Caden kind of got me in like back into the gym after I took some time off. So yeah, ever since I met Caden though, it's been consistent. I would say there have been a few times when I got really busy in a season of my life working and going to school where maybe I took a month off, but it really has stayed consistent where I was pretty much going five, three, I would say three to five times a week until the end of my pregnancy. And that's when I took off a few weeks, obviously more than, more than two months is that was the last time I took off that much time. But anyways, I think Caden is also the one who really got me into worrying about my nutrition I went through a bunch of phases where I was really only interested in the macro side of nutrition and health. Like if it was low fat, low carb, quote unquote, not going to make me fat kind of thing. Whereas now I am definitely in a place where I'm not really worried about whether it's low carb, low fat, all that kind of stuff. I'm more concerned with the ingredients and what it does to my body. I will say that after trial and error, though, this is what works best for my body. And it's where I'm happiest uh, with the balance side of things as well. I'm not, I feel like, I feel kind of like a side note, this, I feel like a little bit of imposter syndrome talking about this right now, because I haven't been the best lately. But I think that this is kind of going to light a fire under my ass to just like, I don't know, like to be better and to re-enter, like I said earlier, that healthy girl era and really be more strict about it because I haven't been as strict as I should be. So that's just a little side note. I know what we post on social media is not the epitome of health and wellness because we love a good Culver's burger every now and then, and it has been more frequent than it should be. Again, I shouldn't have to kind of defend myself or explain myself, but I do think that maybe there might be some people out there who are like, what do you know about health when you and your husband post eating Chick-fil-A and Culver's all the time? So that's just a little side note. I do feel a little bit of imposter syndrome, but I'm getting back to it. And hopefully this is this podcast is going to keep me accountable. So anyways, back to it. Kaden really got me into the macro side of things. So like worrying about, I would say we were eating like cheap tilapia because it was like so lean, ground beef, ground turkey, ground chicken, 
chicken breast and broccoli. And just like if you look up like the grossest, most bland food that you possibly can, that's what we were eating. So we we moved into with each other like a little after a year of being together. And we were like really focusing on our nutrition and working out and stuff. And so like we would literally eat chicken with mustard because mustard was like, it's like the, I wouldn't say the healthiest because your definition of healthy could be totally different than mine, but it's the leanest, like less sugar and less ingredients that are going to make you, (laughs) I can't even say anything in this podcast without like having to explain myself because I don't want to use the word fat because people are going to get upset about it. And I don't like using that word. So for lack of a better word, things that are going to make you fat. Anyways, we would eat chicken and mustard and like boiled broccoli, not even like good roasted broccoli that you get at like a good restaurant. Like, oh, just thinking about it makes me want to vomit. Tilapia makes me want to freaking vomit. We would have like I remember following Paige Hathaway on Instagram. I still follow her because I feel like her content has got gotten a lot better and Buff Bunny. And I would binge their YouTube videos and Instagram things. And gosh, just the, like the, I wouldn't even say like, I don't, I still follow them and I'm not like angry at them or have any like hard feelings towards them. But I do feel like some of the things that they were posting back in the day, like in the 20. 14 era, like 2014 to maybe like 2017 was pretty harmful to a lot of people's eating disorders. I wouldn't say that I had an eating disorder, but I will say that I was like hyper aware and like very obsessive about food for a little bit. And I think it was because of accounts like that, that were just like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but Anyways, our nutrition was basically like we would go to Outback Steakhouse and get their chicken on the barbie. So it was just chicken breast with like barely any seasoning on it. Um, Super bland. And then we would have freaking vegetables, like two vegetables as sides. And I'm like, that is just gross. I'm sorry. It's gross. It's not fun. It's like I was miserable. But I would, and I would look back, like I look back at pictures of myself now and I sometimes will be in like a bad place mentally with my body and I'll be like, oh my God, look how thin I was and like, look, or look how good I looked. And then I'll be like, and then I'll remember like, okay, do you remember how obsessive you were over food? Like I would literally track, I posted this on my Instagram the other day. I was, cause I was eating like a whole thing of watermelon because I was craving it and it sounded good and it's a fruit. It's a naturally from the earth food. So I was eating it without feeling bad. And then I was like, Oh my God, I remember like back in the day, I would literally like weigh pieces of watermelon and track it into my fitness pal to see how many carbs I had left for the day after eating like three pieces of watermelon. If you're there right now, that's not healthy. So take a step back and think about why you're doing that. And just, I would say nip it in the bud right now. Like just quit, just quit it. It's not good for you mentally. It's not good for you physically, anything. Eat the freaking watermelon. Okay. It's a fruit. Eat strawberries, eat berries, eat all of the things that are fruit. It's fruit. Okay. It's sugar, but it's natural sugar. It's not sucralose or 
fructose corn syrup or that kind of fruit. It's natural. So you're not going to ruin your entire fitness journey if you want to eat some damn fruit, okay? Even maple syrup. Eat the maple syrup. Make sure that you're buying 100% pure maple syrup, maple syrup so that you're not getting all of the shitty ingredients that are in like sugar-free. Because even though it says sugar-free, there's probably sucralose in it, which is just a fake sugar. So as you can see, my relationship with food has changed tremendously. I went from eating anything that was lean and low carb, low fat, all that kind of stuff to now I'm buying like whole milk or raw milk from a farm. Don't side note, this is not medical advice and don't go buy raw milk. If you haven't done your own research on it, this is not me telling you to go buy raw milk from a farm. This is just me explaining what, where I'm at now with my relationship with food. I buy whole like full fat cottage cheese. I'm not doing the low fat, anything real ingredients. I'm trying to stay away from seed oils and I'm trying to buy quality meats from quality vendors and making sure that there's no antibiotics and it's organic and cage free and not even cage free, but like pasture raised organic eggs and all that kind of stuff. So whereas before I wasn't worried about the ingredients and things. I would go find a protein bar that had like synthetic ingredients in it and be like, oh my gosh, there's only four grams of carbs and two grams of fat in this entire thing and 30 grams of protein. I'm going to eat this, you know, where now I'm like, I can't even pronounce or like, I know that that's a terrible ingredient in that protein bar. Like, yeah, it might get me to where I want to be physically like looking, but it's not going to make me feel good. And it's not fueling my body the way that normal whole foods will fuel me. So definitely changed a lot in that area. And I will say that if you're following a bunch of people on social media that post this kind of like fit, eat whatever you want, but make sure it's low carb, low sugar, low fat kind of thing, just unfollow them because it's not healthy. And they're probably trying to sell you a protein powder or their protein bar or something like that. A lot of these girls, like I'm not going to name names, but a lot of these famous fitspos and girls that I followed for a really long time are still, they have autoimmune diseases and they can't figure out why. And then they're partnered with an energy drink company that has absolutely terrible ingredients and they drink them three times a day or even once a day. And they wonder why they still have these symptoms. And I 100% can tell you why, but nobody wants to hear that. Somebody, everybody wants to know. Every, nobody wants to hear that what you're eating and what you're putting in your body is affecting your health. Everybody just thinks that if you're eating, like I keep saying, low carb, low sugar, low fat, that you're healthy. And if you look super fit, then you're healthy. That's not the case. If you, you can see there's kind of like a pattern of these fitspos that have been around for a really long time. They're starting to show that they have autoimmune diseases or they go to the hospital for a stomach issue or something really serious internally. And they open up about their health. And it's like, why do you think that all of this stuff is happening to them? Because they're selling pre-workouts that are not good for you. They're selling protein powders that are not good for you. Energy drinks 
protein bars, all that kind of stuff that's not good for you. And now it's starting to catch up to them. But they're supposed to be the epitome of health and wellness because they look fit. Just because you look fit does not make you healthy. And just because you have a little bit of extra fat on you does not make you not healthy. I feel like right now I am the, I would say the biggest or thickest that I've ever been, but I am internally and overall health wise, the healthiest I've ever been. Like I feel great even after having a baby, but I feel, but that's because I'm focusing on not eating fake shit. Now I'm eating like real stuff. And this past week, like over the weekend, I had like just a few things that weren't the best for me, but it's been over a week now of being almost perfect to where I'm saying no to bad food. Like I'm saying no to fast food or eating out, even if it's sushi, because I know that I don't know what they're cooking with and all that. So, but I feel great. Like I feel, feel a lot leaner and I have more energy and I'm happier. My mood is improved and my skin is really glowing and just overall feeling really good. I feel energized for my workouts and this is like short-term stuff that happens kind of right away once you start making those changes. And even though I was quote unquote fitter or like leaner back in the day, I was eating crap that wasn't fueling my body properly or feeding those like just just overall not good for my body. And I've kind of figured that out. There's this really great, really great Instagram account called Healthily. And I can link her stuff in the I'll link her Instagram in the uh, in the notes box or in the show notes and she posts really good stuff she also like her delivery i would say is not the greatest she does get a little sassy about certain brands and but she's not afraid to call people out and i think a lot of people don't like her for that because these brands are known for like health and wellness because of their owners when in reality, their ingredients are actually not great for you and for your hormones and cystic acne and your periods and all of that kind of stuff. So healthily, I think her name is Illy. And so she did like a little play on words with her Instagram account, but she also sells like really clean products in her like store. So I use a bunch of her stuff actually. It's not, she's not like, it's not like her brand stuff, but she has a store that carries multiple brands. So anyways, she's got stuff for every like bath products, makeup, hair products, pre-workout, protein, all that kind of stuff. Anyways, there's another account called, her name is Gracie Norton. And I, we've been following each other for a while on TikTok and Instagram, but she posts really great stuff. And she posts stuff like about her journey so she'll post like like throwbacks of how she gained 30 pounds in one month and had no idea why, went to multiple doctors, nobody knew why. She was like, she couldn't figure it out. Anyways, she started to heal herself with food and what she was putting in her body. And transformation is incredible, not just physically, but mentally. And she started cutting out a bunch of things, but she still, she has a cookbook too. And I just purchased it and she's got some really great stuff on there. It's like easy. She posts recipes for free. 
she's got really good stuff. So really good stuff about her hormones and balancing and like cycle syncing and stuff like that. If you guys have ever heard of that, like natural cycles, I just partnered with them and they're, it's just an app. So you're not taking any hormonal birth control and but cycle thinking, she talks a lot about like the different phases of your cycle, the different phases of the month of your period and ovulation and stuff and how to sync like your workouts and your food based on that to kind of support your body rather than working against it. Because different times of the month, you're feeling different, like more tired or more energetic. So you kind of change your workouts and food accordingly. The, the best thing and the best accounts that I follow are ones that promote balance. A lot of people say there's no balance in life. I am a hundred percent a believer in balance. And I think that right now where I'm at mentally is you can have fun and you can go out and do stuff on the weekends or during the week, whatever works for you. And you can have drinks if that's what you want, if that's what makes you happy, but you can also reach your goals and be healthy. But there are some accounts out here that don't think that you should be able to have any of these bad ingredients. And I think that that is not great for your mental health because then you're worrying about every little thing. I do think that like, I will still eat some Culver's every now and then. Obviously we're not doing it five times a week. Like I will say it's like 80, 20, 80% like eating good, working out, being healthy. The next 20% is actually living. And I think you have to be realistic in the times that we're in right now. And it's, I mean, we just, you're most, most likely you're listening to this in the U S where health is not a hundred percent of the government's concern. So they're pushing fast food and seed oils and things that aren't good for you. So you have to be realistic. It's harder to eat healthy and to worry about the ingredients. So you're not going to do it a hundred percent of the time. Like let's not set ourselves up for failure. So anyways, You shouldn't punish your body if you're eating terrible. You should just recognize that, okay, I ate bad. I don't feel great. Sit in that feeling for a little bit and be like, okay, what did I eat? I ate a Culver's burger and now I feel like shit. I feel bloated. I feel like I'm going to shit myself. I feel full. I feel tired and sluggish. And now I don't want to work out, blah, blah, blah. So sit in that and be like, okay, this doesn't make me feel good. So let's think about why I'm eating it in the first place. Is it because it was easy and I was starving? Whatever, whatever it is, sit in that for a second, kind of like put that in your mental bank in the back of your head and then be like, okay, next time when I'm feeling this way, I felt like complete shit when I ate that burger. So instead of stopping at Culver's, let me go across the street to whatever is right there. And maybe I'll get something else. Like I'll get a different kind of sandwich. I'll get a salad. And I'm not saying that you have to eat salad 24 seven because I freaking hate salads. I'm not, I'm not even joking you. Like I, I'm not a salad girly. I can't do it. Lettuce is not my friend, but every now and then a salad might taste good. Okay. And it's a better, it's better for you than a freaking burger. So if you want to do that, just think about the last time that you ate a burger and you felt like shit. Okay. You get a salad pair it with your favorite little tea. I don't know. Do whatever you have to do, but don't punish yourself. But just remember how it feels to eat like shit. And honestly, that helps me. And also that helps Caden a lot too. When we're like craving something, normally I, because I feel like we've kind of conditioned our bodies for multiple years, 
to eat well. And so now when we eat bad, it's like we immediately just feel like shit. Like pretty much the second we're done with our last bite, we're like, okay, I feel like shit now. And also because we're really fast eaters. So we just like shovel it down. And um, I don't know if you guys have watched Caden's videos, but he, that motherfucker doesn't chew and he takes the biggest bites ever. So there's that. But yeah, don't beat yourself up about it. Just know better for next time and try to make those conscious choices. But body dysmorphia is real. I will say, especially it's okay. It's weird. This is going to talk about like my body postpartum. And if that's not you, that's okay. You can kind of skip through it. But even if you didn't have a baby, body dysmorphia is crazy. Like all throughout my 20s, I will say, I looked freaking fantastic. I'm not like trying to brag or anything, but I looked really good. But while I'm in it, while I'm in that, like in the present time, I don't feel good about myself. That's not healthy. I never, never thought that I was like a fit girl or that I was thin or anything. I always, 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 if I was in a group of our friends and we were all like in bathing suits. I was always so self-conscious. Like I always thought that I had a pooch, a lower belly pooch. I was always so self-conscious about that. I mean, I'm still self-conscious about it, especially since I had a baby, but so self-conscious about my body. I've always had bigger legs and a bigger butt. And honestly, I gain weight in my arms first. I it's terrible, but One time my brother made a comment about my arms when I was in high school and I will never forget it. Like little things like that stick in your mind. But looking back at all of those pictures and videos of myself back then, like even we were looking at like Kate and I were looking at memories a couple of years ago and I'm like, I would, I paused it and would be like, I look fucking great. Why did I think that I looked fat here? Or why was I not more like confident in my body? I don't know what it is about women. I know what it is. It's society. And you have to look a certain way to be considered beautiful. And that's not true at all. I will say I feel 10 times more confident in my mom bod than I was before having a baby. And I am heavier and thicker. And my body composition has changed a lot. Actually, it's just wild. It's just wild to think that whatever season you're in right now, you need to take a step back and cherish your body for what it does because it's an actual temple and you, your body and your health is all that you have. Everything else in your life can be taken away except for your health and your body. So I have come to realize that this is something we need to all really take seriously. And whether that's eating out two times less a week. If you're eating out every single day, like let's all keep, keep each other accountable and try to eat at home and cook at home two times less a week and then like work your way up. And then I would say, start working out, start moving your body. You can't outwork a shitty diet. So you're not going to be able to eat Culver's or whatever five times a week and work out super hard seven days a week and then see results. So the nutrition and your working out and movement kind of have to be in sync. You got to eat good just as much as you need to work out and you can't kill yourself in the gym to try to work off that McDonald's that you ate last night. It's just not going to work. So 
I hope this wasn't too much of a tangent. I feel like it kind of was just because I didn't have some like structured notes, but I think this is a really important topic and a lot of people don't talk about it. I'm hoping that I gave you guys some good resources like a couple Instagram accounts. And after the show, I will go through like my Instagram and TikTok and stuff and I'll try to find more accounts that I really like. There's actually two accounts. Let's see. I'm going to pull them up right now. There are actually two accounts on Instagram that post a lot about like the way to eat for your hormones if you're a woman. So this one, her name is Corey. Gosh, can't type. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. Her name is Corey Milloy. So it's K-O-R-I. And then her last name is M-E-L-O-Y. And empowering women to reclaim innate vitality. So she is like scrunchy, crunchy, whatever. But she does have a, I think she, hold on. Oh, Freely Rooted Podcast. She's got a podcast. So I don't think that she does have food or recipes. Maybe she does. Anyways, there's another one. Her name is Fallon. And her Instagram, I'll also just link it in the show notes. But she's got a cookbook called Fallon's Table. And she posts like all about nutrition and simple, delicious meals and recipes, helping you enjoy food again, nutrient dense and traditional. So people like this that like try to try to get your Instagram and your TikTok to kind of reflect where you want to be kind of helpful to you in any way. And I'm sorry if it was all jumbled up. I'm Right now when I'm recording episodes, it's just kind of like whenever crew goes down for a nap and sometimes he wakes up halfway through like he did in this one and I forget where I'm at and then I just kind of jumble around, but I'm not great at making notes to like read off of. I kind of just like turn on the microphone and then start talking. So anyway, sorry if this is like super jumbled up, but I think it's important and this is definitely going to light a fire under my ass to like be better, especially with the content that I'm putting out. Because like I said earlier, I have some imposter syndrome where I feel like I shouldn't be talking about this, or I feel like I'm not qualified to talk about health and wellness and nutrition when my content does not reflect that. So I am trying to be better about it. All right, you guys. Um, Unfortunately, my computer crashed right as I was ending that episode. And Anyways, long story short, um, I am super nervous to put this podcast episode out there because I know that like health and wellness and nutrition and all that is um, kind of a touchy subject for a lot of people. And as you can tell, um, I'm kind of a little bit all over the place um, in this episode. And I think it's because I'm tiptoeing around this subject just because I don't want to come off as insensitive in any way. Um, I never want to use terms that are offensive and I want everybody to know that this is a safe place and I just want to promote balance when it comes to health and wellness. So I hope that you guys found this episode helpful. My goal with this whole episode is basically to just let you guys know that nobody is perfect. Um, Nutrition and your whole health journey is never going to be perfect. And 
I am in the same boat as you guys, and I'm not perfect, as you can tell. Um, I fall off sometimes, and other times I'm really good about my nutrition and um, my routine and stuff like that, but um, nobody's perfect, and I never want to influence my followers or my friends into thinking that you have to be a certain way to be successful or to reach your goals or whatever. Um, not everybody's journey is the same. Everybody is so different. And what works for me may not work for somebody else. And we could be eating the same thing and working out the same and we will get totally different results. So anyways, I feel like I'm rambling again, but hope you guys enjoy this episode and I will see you on the next one. I think this next one I'm going to do like a Q&A. So I'll post like a Q&A box on Instagram and like answer some of the most asked questions. So we will see about that. But thank you guys for listening and for all your support. And please be nice about this episode. I'm super nervous. Um, I just never want to step on anybody's toes or come off as rude or a know-it-all or anything like that. Just want to normalize normal, balanced nutrition and not being super strict to where you're not enjoying yourself, but also not eating complete crap all the time. So anyways, love you guys. Thank you.